Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I do feel like because I'm holding a microphone that um, I'm about to interview you. I feel like this is my conversation and you're just participating. That's just a metaphor for our life, isn't it? (laughs) Maybe. Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of our podcast. Uh, You don't know this, but it was supposed to start in 2020, but then life, COVID, 2020 in general, just had other ideas. Uh, So here we are in 2021 instead, better late than never. My name is Miranda Burns. I'm a radio presenter and over there you can't see him, but he's looking dashing is... Tristan Hall and I'm a podcast producer. Oh, a match made in heaven. Ah, oh, I love it. Okay, so yeah, we are going to be documenting our IVF journey as we go on it. When I found out that we were probably going to have to have IVF in order to get pregnant, the first thing I did was like run to YouTube, run to the podcast, like just desperately try and find similar people in the same situation. So I'm returning the favor, okay? I'm giving back into the universe what it gave to me. And I hope that, well, fingers crossed it helps somebody. And even if it doesn't help you on necessarily a factual front maybe you might find us relatively entertaining now i realize that we haven't said the name of the podcast yet and you probably already know it because it will be on some cute little graphic that we've had made Uh, but tristan do you want to have the honors anyway welcome to test tube baby We started our IVF journey last year. I mean, do you know what? I'm going to stop right there. I feel like we need another word for journey. Like we have to thesaurus that because I'm going to use it way too many times. Experience. Yeah, but I use that Ordeal. Ordeal. I hope it's not an Uh, ordeal. Pilgrimage. That works. (laughs) Okay, let's go with that. So we started our IVF pilgrimage beginning of 2020. We don't need to bore you with why that got (laughs) cancelled. COVID. Subtle, Tristan, subtle. Uh, so we're starting back up now in 2021. And in theory, the new date is in a month and about 10 days. Although this is one of those things that people struggle with, and I struggle with personally as well, is that we don't know when it starts. So yeah. with everything else in life, you're like, I'm having an operation on the 15th of October, for example, which is actually our wedding date. <laughs> How funny my brain's come to that. Um, the 15th of October, and you go to it, and you know that's happening. But for us, it's reliant on your cycle, which is possibly the most unreliable thing in our lives at the moment. I'm going to admit something really embarrassing to you now. Oh, God. I didn't at first realise when they referenced cycle that they meant my period. 
What did you think? I don't know. I just thought it was a fancy term for what we were about <laughs> oh, to do. I thought you were going on a bike ride or something. <laughs> no. The first day of the bike ride. Okay. All right. The tour de IVF. I'm just like, I'm the tour de IVF. I'm not very good. I, I, I went cycling once as a child and I, I got too, I'll admit it, I got too cocky and I went down a hill and I went over the top of the handlebars and landed in a puddle and then the bike landed on top of me and I haven't really cycled since. Now that was an ordeal. That Yes, that was an ordeal. Wow. Uh, there shall be no bikes or indeed Miranda's harmed in the making of well. this podcast. Well, I do have to inject myself, so maybe there will be some Miranda's harmed. So I discovered quite quickly <laughs> the penny drops that when they say cycle, they mean period. So what Tristan was saying then is we have to call our IVF clinic on the first day of my period. Now, period is not spotting before. If you're an endo gal like myself, you probably have incredibly irregular periods and you probably get a lot of brown blood before it starts. Um, to use the term the woman on the phone used, no, we're looking for the heavy bleed. That makes me feel a bit crazy. Um, so yeah, on the first day of the period, the heavy bleed, we have to call our clinic and say, yo, have you got space for us? And hopefully they say yes, but they may well say no. Which I guess makes it even harder, isn't it? Because it's we don't know impractical. when it's happening. And even when we're like, right, we're good to go. Miranda's bleeding out of her vagina. Woo! Then it might not even happen. This is because they can only look after 10 women at any one time. So if you say, for example, call up on the Monday and you're like, yay, my period has started. They can say, great, we've only got one other woman. She called an hour before you. Um, but yeah, you, you can fill another one of those spots. That's not to say that women only come on their periods on a Monday. No, no, no. Well, this. Well, actually, they might do. But look, I don't know. But I don't I, have a vagina. I can you promise do. you. I can promise you that I used to quite regularly come on on a Wednesday. So. What a strange day. I mean, it's a nothing day. I know. It's hump day. Oh, Tris. That's not even a bad thing. <laughs> no, it's not. Your voice just went so high then. You I sound just... like a choir boy. <laughs> I'm walking in the air. I can't go that high. No, 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 no. It does beg the question, though, if you're a woman who regularly comes on on a Friday, that week is most likely statistically always going to be full. Most likely 10 women will have come on before you. Friday's the last day of the week. Well, it, working week. It depends on what sort of person you are. Does the week start on a Sunday? Because some calendars start on Sundays and I can't deal with that. I hate that. Isn't it so confusing? It should be Monday to Friday and then Saturday, Sunday are put on the end. Who came up with that? Why is that a thing? It doesn't make sense. Everyone should be doing the same Thing with their calendars. To get back onto IVF, just think of a laboratory. The capacity is 10 people. And it sounds like a GCSE science question. Come on, keep going. <laughs> You've got five oranges in a basket. <laughs> Lucy comes along and takes away three of them. Fucking Lucy. <laughs> if you are the unfortunate 11th woman, then simply all that happens is you have to move on to your next cycle. So the following month. I'm going to write a book called The 11th Woman. All about people who've had their IVF cancelled because they're the 11th woman. Can we just say a little prayer that I'm not the 11th woman? I, Maybe that's why we write the book. I just, I wouldn't be able to deal with it. Don't put it out into the universe. Sorry, touch I some wood, touch some wood. I don't want to have to wait that's longer. That's a wall, that's a wall. <laughs> it's not wooden, God damn it! where's your head? Now, you may be wondering, Tristan and Miranda, I'm thoroughly enjoying what you're having to say right now, but why do you need IVF? Well, let's explain. I was diagnosed with a condition called endometriosis, which basically is when cells similar to the ones that line your uterus grow in other parts of your body, they stick things together and it causes excruciating pain. It can also cause damage to your lady bits. So my fallopian tubes over years and years and years gradually got crushed by my endometriosis, which was 
was just like scar tissue squashing them down, which meant that it was going to be a real struggle for a sperm or an egg to travel up or down them. I guess kind of think of it as like the Euro tunnel. Okay. Or any tunnel. Or indeed any <laughs> tunnel. It doesn't specifically have to be travelling. It must be between UK and, the- and France. Okay. I want to get to France. But if you imagine that part of the tunnel has collapsed, right? And then the cars, are, re- they really want to go to Paris, but it's just not going to happen. Do you think... Th- okay. Just rewind a second. Mm. Cars. You know, it's trains, right? You know, you're on a train in a car. <laughs> You don't, you're not just driving on a road. That's a long road to just go straight. When I think of a Eurotunnel, though, I have such a vision of getting in a car and then driving through what is literally an underwater tunnel that has windows. You can see like the an fishes. aquarium. Yeah, literally like an aquarium. I, if only the uh, English Channel was clear enough to see anything, because probably just a couple of shopping you, trolleys. <laughs> shopping trolleys from Asda. Anyway, um, fallopian tubes have been crushed, caused all kinds of damage. So yeah, there's a bit of a blockage there. I also have a low AMH for my age, so your AMH is basically an indicator of your egg reserve within your ovaries. Uh, Healthy woman about my age, so I am 26 at the time of recording this, soon to be 27, oh God, it's tragic, Um, is supposed to be, I don't know, 35, shall we say? Mine is 4.7, so a lot lower than it's supposed to be. That isn't necessarily an indicator of the quality of my eggs. They might still be really great, and as Tristan loves to call them... You've got banging eggs. Banging eggs. But it does mean that I haven't got as many. So chances of a successful fertilised one, naturally, is going to decrease. So those are my issues. Eggs, fallopian tubes. Tris, what about your problems? So I don't have eggs or fallopian tubes, but I have sperm, and they are the problem. Now, not all components of your sperm are problematic. They're quite fast, aren't they? They're they little... are very fast. Yeah, they're wrigglers. You, they're you... record breakers. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I don't, I don't know. I've never seen them. Oh, I have. Let's just... <laughs> okay. I have not seen them under a microscope. I might have done, actually. Imagine if the sort of person did that. Just That would be so weird. That's the kind of thing that would How go viral. How was your day today? Well, I uh, wanked on a slide, put it under a microscope, <laughs> and I had a look, and hey, I could see my children. You said this was a family-friendly podcast, so the W word does not need to feature. Um, Ejaculated. Okay? Oh, that's even worse. Scientific. It's technical. It scientific. It's a sensual time for me. You know, I don't want to... <laughs> don't make it so scientific that every time I, you know, do mm. the deed, I... I, I just... Where's the microscope? We've got to have a look. <laughs> yeah, quickly, quickly. Get the Petri dish. Catch it, Tris. Catch it. That's disgusting. That's even worse. <gasps> oh my God, this is an awful tangent. We've gone into a terrible rabbit hole here. <laughs> okay, your speed is good. So yeah, I mean, people look at sperm and everyone thinks sperm count, right? Mm-hmm. So before I even thought about IVF or anything, the only, way I, only thing I thought was important was the count. Yeah. So numbers. But apparently not. There's loads of different ways they can measure it. They can look at the size, the speed, the obviously the amount there are. But my issue is the shape of them. Now that's not to say I've got triangular sperm because I haven't. Well, I might do. I've not looked at them under a microscope As we've yet. established. Yet. Uh, but yeah, so the shape is all wrong. So they can't penetrate the egg. And most people have about 15% of sperm in the right shape. Mine was like 4%. So yeah. it's not a massive difference, but that percentage change is enough to mean that they will not be as effective at fertilisation. And you combine that with my issues and we really have got one hell of a problem on our hands yeah exactly so, a real pickle a re- oh a real pickle that's such a cute way to describe it our infertility is a bit of a pickle but we're gonna work through it that's a very positive way to think about it thank you i sound like a kids tv presenter i know you do Aww. it's almost like you should be a tv presenter for children but- <coughs> <laughs> no, CBC. CITV, anyone out there <laughs>
Now, obviously, we had to have like a, a diagnosis to find out that this was going to happen. So my endo got diagnosed via a laparoscopy and they do a dye test where they run a colored dye through your fallopian tubes. And that's how you determine whether you've got a blockage. Can the dye come out the other end? The dye did not manage to get out the other end for me. So there you go. That was kind of confirmed. And the AMH test was just a little blood test, which gave me the figure that I got. Poor Tris had a far more invasive experience. Or at least, no, maybe it was quite a personal experience, actually. It was a very personal experience with a woman called Jane. Um, <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> oh, she was an embryologist. She wasn't doing... <gasps> she wasn't assisting. Well, she technically she was, but not in... The way that you're thinking right now. No. Forget about Jane for a second. So I, as you will know, in order to kind of create a sample of my stuff, you can't just, just tuck a needle in and have a look. Like, you need to... The easiest thing to do is just to create said sample yeah so i had to go into a special room and we'll go into this in another episode i think we'll do a whole episode on sperm i would love to actually i think the people need to hear about this oh no but people need to learn about the rooms the rooms are really interesting i kind of want to do it to music as well so we'll need to get some music in for that but basically i had to create my sample and i only did that as like a box ticking exercise it was because we knew miranda had problems and it was like okay we're gonna do ivf so we just need to check the quality of your sperm i'm sure it'll be fine but it wasn't fine no so now we're here yeah and also just to give like tris some credit he had to do his sperm sample on the same day that i was having a laparoscopy so bless him he was really nervous you can watch we vlogged the whole thing and you can watch it back and you can see the fear behind tristan's eyes that he's so scared for me there's a thing that we don't mention in the vlog that i kind of want to talk about right now and that is the elephant in the room but i mean the fact that miranda and i arrived at her surgery right arrived at the hospital and it was just us two and we went upstairs and i knew that i was gonna do my sample like mid-morning yeah, yeah. and we were thinking okay miranda will go down for her surgery mid-morning we'll leave at the same sort of time your mum came to the hospital to wish you wish you well yeah because she's lovely and, and she's love- a lovely person celia is such a babe but celia stuck around a little bit um and the time came for me to go to have my to, to do to do my business and she was still there and I kind of just had to disappear off I know and you know the funny thing as well is that my mum I think she had an idea of where she was of where you were going but she was just so polite that she didn't want to say anything and I, I had to leave a room with my future mother-in-law and future wife uh, and and go and essentially do the business vanish for 20 minutes and the other worst part is that I came back and they were both still there right so um, <laughs> It actually took me about 10. For my pride, <laughs> I went for a wander before coming back to you guys because you'd be like, wow, that was quick. <laughs> but for your mum as well, not that I really care what Celia thinks about my, my doings, but honestly, it was the... Yeah, I get the cringe on your face like right now. like a little bit of like... <sighs> Like panting, slightly out of breath, raised heart rate, slightly flushed looking red face. All in all, a really traumatic day for you. It was not a great time for me. Stressful. I haven't thought about that for a very long time. And now I think about it, it's all coming back to me. I would love it. Yeah, you're so right. Elephant in the room. Like we all knew what was about to happen, but no one dared say anything because we're so British and polite. Thank goodness it was the day of the general election. So we had something to talk about that wasn't just my sperm. (laughs) Okay, it is very safe to say, and you can already tell that we will be doing an in-depth conversation about Tristan and sperm sample and sperm in general because it's not talked about enough and you know what we really enjoy chatting about it there's a lot of tmi going to be coming from this so Mm. if you're not into like deep conversations about sperm and vaginas and penises bodily functions i mean anything then then this is not the podcast for you but if you are then (laughs) join the party grab the popcorn you know (laughs) even on a budget quality is non-negotiable 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, if you don't follow us on socials or YouTube or you don't know us in person, then you will inevitably not know that we have managed to become pregnant once before naturally. Uh, It was a complete surprise and an absolute little miracle because we got told that it was impossible. We got told we would have to have IVF in order to get pregnant. Unfortunately, and awfully, it ended in a miscarriage at 18 weeks, which we're not really going to go into on this podcast because this is about the current journey that we're on. Um, But if you want to subscribe or head over to my YouTube channel, we talk about it in depth over there. Um, But that that gives us hope because the fact that we managed to get pregnant at all and we got told that scientifically it wasn't going to happen, the fact that my body managed to carry her for so long, you know, for 18 plus weeks is, again, miraculous and I'm like super proud of my lady parts for doing that Uh, and it also bodes well for your sperm I think for both of us it was obviously incredibly traumatic Mm. but it's given us the hope that we need to feel much more positive about this because going into our first round when we're supposed to do IVF initially we had our reservations and we both kind of thought maybe we'll just be the fun uncle and auntie in our lives but it kind of shows us that not only are we compatible that we can get pregnant and that, you know, regardless of both of our issues, it can happen naturally. With the help of IVF, it should really happen. And she's our little miracle that we have that will always give us that positivity moving forward with this. There's already such a wonderful and supportive community that I've just kind of stumbled across on Instagram. Um, My Instagram is Miranda.Burns if you want to find me on there and share IVF love and stories and notes and all that kind of thing. I just share pictures of myself 
I don't know, walking around Winchester at the Looking moment. Looking <laughs> lovely in your fluffy coats, of which you have three now. Fluffy Tristan coats. loves a polar bear coat, like a sheep slash polar bear fluffy coat. They are very fashionable at the moment and they are incredibly warm, so it's not a bad decision. Yeah. And you look great. I mean, polar bears have been doing it for years, so I don't know why I didn't <laughs> jump on it before. I do you know, I often think about sheep and I feel really... <laughs> okay, let's... Re- okay. I feel really sorry for them because that is not a life. To just be outside in a field, day in, day out, shivering in the rain. And when that coat gets wet, do they not get freezing? Did you know? So you might have seen on like sheep's backs, there's like a, like a line of like coloured paint. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what that is? It's to mark the different breeds so that if one wanders away, another farmer can find it. Well, that's what they have words on them, letters. <gasps> What's the paint? So uh, male sheep have this thing attached to their stomach. Yeah. So that when they make love... Procreate. Procreate. That obviously leaves a coloured mark on the female sheep. So you can see who has been bred with. Stop it. Hang on, wait. So if I see a sheep that's not got any paint on its back, that means it's still... Undesirable. A virgin. Oh my God. How do you know this? Country file. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't expect any of this. I've just knocked my headphones off. Due to the fact that we both have issues and specifically Tristan's issue with morphology, so the shape of his sperm, we were told that we were going to have to have ICSI. Now, ICSI is kind of like a variant of IVF. So IVF is when you take the sperm and you take the egg and you kind of pop them in a Petri dish together and you just sort of hope for the best and assume that they'll mix. Let them do their thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Let them do their thing. ICSI is a little bit more invasive. So you take a singular sperm and you inject it into the egg. Now, logic says, well, why would you just not always do ICSI? Because it's a a better guarantee of fertilization. And that is kind of correct. But in injecting the egg, you can provoke abnormalities. It's not to say that every ICSI fertilization is going to result in abnormalities, but it's just a, a tiny little increase. And because of what happened with us with our previous pregnancy and that resulting in a chromosomal issue which then results in the miscarriage we want to avoid that at all costs because the thought of getting to like 20 weeks again with a pregnancy and then it having to end is just too traumatic and upsetting yes there's not a huge amount that you can do on that is there because you can just take your supplements and do what you can to make your eggs the best quality they can be. Mm. But the difference between IVF and ICSI kind of comes down to me. So I'm now taking well-man conception to try and improve the quality of my sperm. I don't know if there's a kind of a, a link between it, but when we got pregnant, I was taking it. Mm. So I'm thinking maybe it's going to be the magical thing that's going to make my sperm amazing. Yeah, and, and mean that we don't need to have ICSI. Which is the big thing we're trying to avoid. So yeah. fingers crossed, everything crossed, that we managed to do it without having to have ICSI and IVF works. And on top of that, fingers and toes crossed that we don't need to do multiple cycles because if my eggs are the best quality that they can be, if Tristan's sperm is great so we can we do IVF, then maybe we might finish our first cycle with, I don't know, 10 frozen embryos, 10 little M babies. And that puts us in really good stead going forward. If we end up having maybe only three viable embryos to be frozen, then that will mean inevitably we'll have to do more cycles because the more cycles you do, the more chance that you have for a successful implantation, which is when they take the frozen embryo, they defrost it and they pop it back inside you. <laughs> defrost. I a, know. It's not a veg corma or a something, chicken is it? Kiev. Oh, <laughs> but the thing is with everyone who does IVF, this is a consideration, especially when you're young like us. If you're going to have IVF and you are in your 40s and you're thinking, this is my one chance of having a baby, you can get three 
or four, and you can go ahead with those. And if one doesn't work, you try the next one, try the next one, try the next one. It's not as much of a, a, a push for time. But with us, because we want to plan for the future and we're young enough that we want to have multiple children, we're having to think about having a reserve that we then freeze, which is a massive, massive element of, of this that's coming into it. It's changing how we have to think about IVF as a process. Mm. We can't just do one round and think, oh, we've got three. We'll try those three. If one in three works, that's our one baby. We're trying to plan for having a bigger family. And so we need to have that reserve in place so that we do our one round or however many rounds it is initially to have that one baby. And then in three, four, five years time, we can come back and, as Miranda said, defrost <laughs> the other embryos and have a go with those. Because it's important to note that not every frozen embryo is going to be a successful pregnancy. It's not like we'll have three frozen and then that means we'll have three children. You need to have as many as you possibly can to increase your chances because this isn't the statistic. But let's say, for example, one in three will be successful. Well, that means that we get one child from those three frozen M babies. So yeah, the more cycles you do, the more that you get. But we don't want to put my body through too many cycles. So we're really hoping for a successful harvest <laughs> this first time when it a comes to- harvest. Oh, that's right, a fruitful harvest in this first cycle uh, when it comes to eggs, sperm and thus embryos. So that is it for today. If you like what you heard, the best way to support us is to leave a review, share with your friends, family, parents, guardians, next door's cat, whoever it may be, <laughs> and make sure you hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, please get involved. It will make our day. Uh, now, next week, we will list all the different supplements I'm taking to help fertility, give you a timeline of how we got to where we are now, and run through for you all the tests that we've had so far. And don't forget, you can see our faces over on Instagram, Miranda.Burns, Tristan.Hall, and Test Tube Baby Pod. Pod for podcasts. Woo! Love you bye. Love you bye. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.